Hey everyone, welcome We're the Mises Guys. The podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it, especially old, uh, from different perspectives. Together we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to see how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real world factors that crept into the writing or the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm a lifelong fan who's familiar with all aspects of the franchise. Well, Ed here. He's familiar with Transformers, but it was really nothing he got into when he was younger. So uh, thanks for being here, everyone. Ed, how you doing, dude? Uh, I'm doing well. We're both wearing red t-shirts today. Uh, we didn't, I swear to God, we didn't plan that. If you're not watching on uh, on YouTube, then uh, just imagine that we're both wearing red t-shirts today. Autobros before Deceptifoes. Oh, and they got okay. The Man, they got Sunstreaker and Sideswipe. Side swipe. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, because they're and they're actually brother. Actually, brothers. So yeah, brothers. I don't know how. I don't know how that works on like Cybertronian families work though, because like, were they? How are they brothers? I don't know. They are. I mean, were they? I mean, were they made at the same? Sure. Factory I mean, um, same designer. Or the same, I really, like, I, I don't. Designer? I don't know. I have a good answer for you. I'm sure there's probably uh, fan fiction written about. It. I'm sure there's probably retcons and stuff about it. But as far as going from the show, you know, we're just going to go that that way. It's ne- never really touched on. So can we look that up for a future uh, episode? Because I'm really cur- I'm curious now as how they're like they're the only ones, right? That are that are like addressed uh, as being siblings. Is that right? Right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 it was it was the 80s. They're like, well, let's meet these guys' brothers. Let's meet these, this guy, this one's son. You know, that kind of stuff. It, it didn't really make a lot of sense. It really didn't need to. Who, uh, there who was, was a son? Of, Someone was a son of somebody else? Okay. Um, there later on there was a uh, character named uh Six Shot. It was a six transformed to six different modes. Six <laughs> different things? Yeah, man. It was actually pretty good. Uh, pretty spot on. Is it the hardest transformer to transform? No, actually, it's pretty easy. But uh, that serves that. I know. And uh, then they uh, they were trying to um, advertise uh, another six changer, which is a really terrible toy called Quick Switch. Uh, it was uh, the commercial said six shot son, you know, but he was um uh, it was the the narrator guy. Oh yeah. And uh, the uh, Quick Switch was an Autobot. Six shot is a Decepticon. So, which okay later on in the Japanese stuff. Six Shot became um, Six Night was uh, Autobot. Anyways, I'm not going to get on all that. This 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 a lot of um, you know, a lot of weeds to go through. But yeah, so there's really not a lot of that. There's 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 um, I guess kind of talks like you know, Descendants or whatever. They get into the uh, in the G2 comics, like the um, Descendants of uh, Transformers and how they kind of like you know go. I don't know, man. It's it's a long, long, long tale. There's like lots of things with that, but honestly, I don't think they ever really explain in the show how they're brothers. I'll, I'll look in the the comics a bit and want to you know get a chance, but yeah, no. I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm very curious. Um, something yeah. else I was curious about uh, since uh, the last episode was uh, my copy of Turmoil in the Toy Box that we talked about last time. Yeah, uh, man, I dug. I got and it. Dug and- oh, you got one. I got one in, man. I got my. I, I went to thriftbooks.com and got it because I'm not giving Bill Phillips my money. This dude right here, look at that guy. Yeah, look at him. He look, is oh terrible. God, look he he, look, he looks villain. like a uh, he looks like a 1980s like um yeah youth group minister or something like that. He looks terrible. You know, he was an 80s youth group minister. Actually, he looks I, like he I, looks like Tomax and or Zamot from uh, GI Joe. Look at the glare off there. Yeah, that, this dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course he looks like a like a, a youth minister because he is one. He looks yeah. like he has like p- uh, people in his basement. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not giving Phil Phillips any money. So I bought no, no. I'd rather give them money. Well, all right. Well, so, well, as soon as I can find mine, we're doing a subdivisions on that because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely curious. And uh, I think it'll probably be a lot more entertaining than the episode we're going to cover today. And I, um, I, the, the uh, honestly, the um, illustrations alone in this book are very good. Oh, they're gold. God. I mean, they're not good, but they're, they're, they're good. good for like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. To, I'm trying to find when there's like one where there's like um, TV or whatever is uh, going to an IV, which is going to the arms of children. God, there's like, um, there's I mean, it, it, it's it's not inaccurate. <laughs> well, no, it's not, but it, it, it yeah. makes it seem so much more sinister. I mean, all we had well, to do was thank uh, Ronald Reagan for that. Well, obviously, I was about to bring up Ronald Reagan. That's really funny that you mentioned that because oh, yeah. uh, I can guarantee you that that guy loved Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. The Gipper. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty funny. The other thing, um, so I, I've, in my downtime lately, I've been, um, I've been playing video games um, mm-hmm. as I as I tend to do, and I, I finished Ghost of Tsushima uh, for the second like, time. I've not finished that. I love that, but I've I not finished it. This is the second time I finished it. I love. I, I adore really? that game. It's so good. And um, but I got that anytime I finish something like if I if I watch like a you know like a, a TV series or mm-hmm. something or like a, a big like epic series of movies or something like that, mm-hmm. um, you get that that feeling at the end where you're like, I'm kind of lost and I don't know what to, I don't know what to engage with now. You know, yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what to watch or what to, what to do or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I've been kind of, uh, kind of, kind of lost the last couple of days. I don't know what I want to, like, I want to play something, but I don't know. I don't know what I want to play. Um, so if you're on discord and you have any suggestions, please send them my way. But uh, I, I was, while I was going through my, library i was like oh hey i have all of the uh the batman arkham games oh yeah and uh I'm, I'm gonna like maybe i'll play those like i remember like i played arkham asylum a long time ago and i think i played a little bit of city um and that, but that's that's it and uh the because i have this thing where if like if i like marathon through like one game and then i'll play the next one immediately after that i'm like I, i'm just fatigued from that formula and i don't want to play anymore like you know yeah you, i get that if you beat like an Assassin's Creed and then you play the next Assassin's Creed, you're like, ah, I just did this for X amount of hours. I don't want to do any more of this. Yeah. And um, and so you, you, know, you play like three or four hours and you get tired. I did the same thing with Far Cry recently. I was really excited about Far Cry 5 and it ripped through it, loved it. And I was like, well, I'm going to get Far Cry 6. So that seems that's up my alley and liked it. And I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. So, but anyway, so I, I, I played through... Um, almost all of Arkham Asylum, which is very good. It's like, have you played Arkham Asylum? I played a little bit of um, uh, uh, the first one. Um, was that Asylum? Yeah, that's Arkham Asylum. Yeah, Arkham yeah. Asylum is basically like, like a, it's like a mix of the first Metal Gear Solid game and uh, yeah. Legend of Zelda. Like a Legend <laughs> of Zelda is, yeah. is basically what it is with Batman yeah. stuff. And it's really good. It's really cool. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a good take on the Batman mythology, which I really like. Um, and I really dig it. Uh, however, this time, about two thirds of the way through the game, my save glitched. and i was in this weird situation where i didn't have a goal i didn't have a like i couldn't go back and restart the like the plot to get to the next place and it was like a like a like a locked door and i couldn't advance i couldn't go back and i couldn't so like i said i was like well and and i was having a lot of fun with it too i was like doing all the i was getting a whole lot of the like the the riddler trophies which i didn't i don't think i did the first time and all this Mm -hmm. so I was like, well, you know what? I've beat this before and I know the ending. And so I'm just going to go ahead and play Arkham City. Mm-hmm. And man. Oh, my God. Um, 
not not we needed. Man, I really okay. So I really I was like, oh, this is like Arkham Asylum, but open world. I'm gonna love. Like I'm just I'm good. Like this is good. Open world games are like that's that's my thing because like the Spider-Man game is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I, I like like I, said, I like the new Assassin's Creed games. I like you know, Far Cry and that kind of stuff. I was like, oh my god, this is it's like these same mechanics but with an open world. This is gonna be great. And uh, buddy, I loathe that game because it. I feel like that game hates me. I feel like that game is so eager to like prove how smart it is and how stupid the the, the player yeah. is that it just made, made me physically angry. And I'm like, I'm not playing this anymore. I was like, <laughs> let me play a little bit of, um, it was it Arkham Knight, I think is the next one. And uh, mm-hmm. that has the single worst vehicle gameplay I've ever played in my life. I was I was like, man, this is awful. So, and uh, so I just like rage deleted these games from my, from my PS4. I was so Ooh. mad at these games. I was, I was just angry, angry, angry at these games. And um and yeah, so I, I don't. I guess I'm. I guess I'm probably just gonna play The Witcher Three again. I guess that's probably what I'm gonna do, <laughs> unless somebody wants to suggest something, uh, something else that I that maybe I haven't played. Uh, some other open world game that I haven't played. And I know you're gonna say you gotta play Horizon Zero Dawn. And I have tried to play Horizon Zero Dawn, and I like. I know it's good. I just can't. I just can't click with it. I just can't engage with it. So. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, maybe someone else will. Um, so I, I don't really have a lot they of, will. they will. Oh yeah, they will. They will. Everyone be like, oh, you don't understand how the dynamic works with your algorithm. I, I don't care. Um, so no, I, I get it. I, I, I'm yeah. sure it's great. My, my daughter loves it. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just like, ah, I don't know. I just, I, I can't, I can't click with it. Um, it's like, uh, I know people love arc. I, I don't know. I get bored with arc. I, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those survival games. Yeah, uh, not like either. that. I don't like, know. I, 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 if I want to do that, like I've got um um like um was that the um trying to uh, trying not to die um together um what the hell's the game? Anyways, it's basically like they're very. It's very like almost like character like kind of creatures, uh, people in it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember the game as soon as I stop recording. Um, um Minecraft. It, no, it's not Minecraft. <laughs> no, I can't stand that thing um anyways yeah so um I've, I've i've been playing like my stepson has been playing wow for like 11 or 12 years he loves the game oh nice okay yeah he, he loves it and like you know so i started getting into it like it's kind of fun you know i, I get into this i, I understand mm-hmm. start playing the like hardcore so you know like i'm just, it was more like like i wonder how long i could survive you know because once you die in that you're dead that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but i i get i get to the point where i'm like I'm doing the same quest over again. I just can't stand it. So, you know, my Kill 10 of these and come back here. Yeah. I'll give you a pair of pants. Exactly. But, uh, so that's, I mean, that's just like a job really. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I said my boss just gives me money and I go buy my own pair of pants. I don't have to yeah, wait. My boss much. is directly giving me a pair of pants. Yeah. Really. Um, although it may be a little easier if he did give me a pair of pants or maybe a hat. Um, it's, it's, sometimes, it's you know, I have gotten a hat at work sometimes for, there you for, go doing something cool so <laughs> so know. honestly though um that, that's a game that i used to hate because uh when we were you know playing uh you know pen and paper uh, rpgs like you know i remember for one actually our friend jb he used to like stop playing with us because he had a raid because he, he, raid he was playing yeah he was playing world of warcraft yeah yeah um, like, i hated the game i railed against it so you know yeah i didn't like it, it, that i feel like that game really, really kind of wrecked a lot of uh tabletop games yeah. um but that game also wrecked a lot of friendships uh in, in general though it um I mean that game was kind of directly responsible for uh, a bad breakup of mine, Ooh. and but also a good a good friend of ours, um, uh, you know, wasn't uh, was in town once. Uh, you know, she lived back at the time. She lived in like she, uh, like 
you know, hundreds of miles away from where we live. And she came to visit one time and was like, oh, hey, I want to take all you guys out to dinner. And I was like, okay, cool. And uh, so I rounded everybody up. And, you know, at the time she was like, oh, where's so-and-so? And I was like, oh, he like told him to come, but he, um, he had a World of Warcraft raid and he couldn't eat, couldn't make it on a Saturday night dinner. Yeah. And she's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. And she's like, he's, he wants, he wanted to go in the morning because he, he had a, like a three hour slice of time where he wasn't oh, playing world yeah. of warcraft and uh, she was like he is dead to me <laughs> this guy at the time though, yeah um this guy at the time was my roommate and oh uh there, there was well. yeah there was a well, there was a stretch where he would he would go to work come home um come in say hey talk to me for like five minutes then he would throw two steaks into his fry daddy jr and fry <laughs> two steaks he would deep fry two steaks and as a guy that likes steaks i'm i'm real angry about my frying steaks man you gotta he would deep fry two steaks outside yeah yeah he would just deep fry two steaks and then oh. take those two steaks and a um a, a liter of mountain dew up to his to his bedroom and and just play world of warcraft the rest of the night Man, eat two steaks. I like that dude. He, he, he's he's good people, and I I kind of I'm sad they had that that, that issue. Every day he would do this. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, and uh, so like, and every now and then I uh, I'm like, oh man, you know, I kind of miss playing World of Warcraft, and like, mm-hmm. like you can play for free now for X amount of levels, and like, mm-hmm. and every now and then I'll I'll get on and I'll I'll play and like level a dude up to like level twenty in like a couple of hours, and I'm like, that's the exact amount of nostalgia that I wanted out of that game. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done. And I'm done. Thank, I'm, I'm glad that's there that you can do that. Cause I'm just like, I'm glad I didn't like re up. Cause it was like, well, I've just done every, I've done you know, everything that you really need to do. And like, yeah. I like, I, I don't, I don't like to raid. So, yeah. Uh, it, so yeah. You know, we, um, we actually like re upped our um, subs to a uh, Final Fantasy 14, like online, which is a lot like that, except it's very pretty. It's like if you like the, uh, the aesthetic of uh, it's almost anime like, uh, Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. are, yeah, we, the, you know, like the, the later ones, like the, the cutscenes and stuff. It's a very fun game. It's, it's, but I swear you can just sit there and like people watch and people do the silliest stuff and it's just kind of fun. It's the, it's so it, lighthearted. You feel like you can jump into a game, play for a little while and you're good. No, it, it's a beautiful game. Um, my yeah. problem with it is, is that I played it on uh, PlayStation 5 mm. and it, it is a very, very good console implementation of an MMO. Yes, uh, I actually, it's always hard because most of them rely on on keyboard and mouse. Um, but so the the thing they did the controller scheme really well. But the problem mm-hmm. with it is, is that in, in in every MMO, it's like every level you're just like you're getting more and more and more and more and more abilities, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in Final Fantasy, it's like so you have like your face buttons, like your triangle, square, cross, mm-hmm. and O are like base commands, right? And so to do your combat commands, you like hold L2 and then do one of those. But then as you level up, you get more. So they uh, it unlocks another slot. So then you get like R2 and a button. And then you get L2 and R2 and a button. Yep. And then you get L1 and a, and, a, and it's like after yeah. a while, it's like so many layers. And I'm like, 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 and even in, even in like playing MMOs on a PC, it's like if like, like I would never have more than like, four main abilities anything that i can't do with one hand i'm just i'm, I'm just yep. not doing it that's First why i was real bad at the game yeah yeah i got one through four and if i need to i'll go to five or six or whatever but yeah one through four is where my yeah. main stuff is that's what it is you yeah know? And, and, 
like years ago, I I played I played D and D online DDO because I hated mm-hmm. WoW a while so much because it broke up a lot of games. It was yeah. just like it was just like WoW but D and D stuff. We just mm-hmm. kind of like you know it's like it's like um like I don't know it's WoW was pretty much based on D and D so D and D tried to make a game that was based on WoW but be... anyways yeah it was it was ridiculous but I also yeah exactly yeah it was very yeah but man okay. Okay, I hate to change this completely here, but uh, so I, I kind of asked my, my wife earlier because she's six years younger than I am. I said, "Look, I I I keep seeing a lot of flack for um for the I guess I don't know if it's a reboot or a continuation of the first Prince of Bel Air. It's like um you know it's called Bel Air. It's kind of a serious. It's it's a lot you know, darker than the old TV show was. And I yeah." I, I don't I don't um, understand that. I there are some things that you don't need an update for. Um in you know, Will Smith in that in that time in his life was just the, kind of the perfect thing. You you have so many so many memorable things from that show. So I'm thinking thinking like what are really good reboots or what are really bad reboots that we've seen? Like what could use a good reboot? So that's what kind of got you thinking of. So I was I asked her, you know, like what she thought. And I like her, I like her answers because she she they actually gave me a lot of thought about. It. She says, you know what? When I was younger, I watched a lot of full uh, not Full House, um, but she did um, Home Improvement, Tim Allen, you know, whole thing. And it was a nice slice of like middle uh, middle income America because you know you had a house in a in a suburb with like a picket fence around you know that picket a price fence. You had a neighbor who you talked to over the back fence while you're doing yard work and stuff. It was a nice thing. They had three kids and they all had their coming of age problems. So that could, you know, honestly, that could be a really good reboot in a different way. Uh, you know, whatever you think about Tim Allen, I don't really care, but as a person, but as as far as like a concept for a show, and the, but you also had you go back to something like Roseanne, and I know the uh, reboot of Roseanne, the like, or the continuation was kind of problematic because of uh, people involved, but uh, like the idea that you could follow a, um, a a family that maybe you could identify with better because they were a poor family trying to get by. That could use a nice, you know, refresh, you know, like because, you know, things aren't even aren't any easier than they used to be, even though people tell you they are. But you know, yeah, no, I I would uh, I would agree with that. However, have you seen the show Raising Hope? Have not. Raising Hope is very much like a modern, like, kind of like a modern take on on Roseanne. And it's a very like a low, like a low class family that, um, it, yeah, is just like kind of trying to make it. Uh, and it has Martha Plimpton in it, and uh, it's, it's actually not bad. Who, who's that? Is um, Martha Plimpton. Martha Plimpton, um, yeah, she was uh, she oh, she was in like a lot of stuff in the oh she was in Goonies, she was okay. the um, the girl with the glasses in Goonies. Oh, I mean, okay, she, I, yeah, I she she, she was also in she, uh, she, was she was she yeah she's the mom yeah but uh, she's okay. uh, she was Keanu Reeves' girlfriend in, in uh, the the yeah. Parenthood movie yeah. which I really I like that movie a lot I like that um, a lot insane cast in that oh he absolutely was fantastic. Insane. But that that's just that's a, a movie that's a movie that got rebooted uh, as a TV show. Um, nice. that I, I, I don't I like think it's very good. Yeah, I never yeah. watched that, but uh, you know, I, I like that. You know, having these these kind of concepts. I mean, I was thinking about like there is a very short list of things. You know, I, I could I would say like there are certain shows that you shouldn't touch because they are perfect the way they are, as weird as they are. Like Twin Peaks, for instance, you can't touch that. That is such a weird show. It doesn't need a reboot. It had the continuation like you know, years later, like I think it was on Showtime or whatever. 
it's such mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's such an odd show. There's no reason to redo it because you know Dave Lynch has. I mean, that wasn't a that wasn't a redo. That was like a just like an initial season, though. Yeah, it was like an initial like, season, like a continuation of the show. Right, right. You yeah, know, you you can't really redo something like that because the cast, the the the, it almost felt like a um almost like a like a soap opera, like a uh, soap opera in the '90s, but you know done with like a softer lens because you're showing like a sitcom almost that right. that sitcom kind of lens. You know how like certain shows look different. Soap operas had a different look than TV shows that came on the, you know, like the uh, primetime. Well, I mean, they were filmed on uh, on videotape. That's why they look weird like that. And because well, you, you're seeing them at 60 frames per second instead of 24. Uh, no, I mean, that makes sense. Film. I know you worked with that in Cal- when you're in California. You worked with a lot of uh, filmings of your you know worked on that, that aspect of it. So you would know more than that I would, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. They were shot on they were shot on video, and they they, they look like garbage. So it's it, one of the reasons why you're you know like when you see like your family's home movies from the eighties, they look like trash, yeah, because um, they because the the frame rate is uh, is different. But um, yeah, but uh, yeah, um, is, is things that I would like to see rebooted though. Um, yeah. God, like you know, the, the things I feel like. I think we've talked about reboots in the past a little bit, but because um, I, I think that Battlestar Galactica, I think to me is like the gold standard for for a reboot because they, they took an idea that was really dated and really kind of beanie if you look at it with modern eyes. And they made a really good modern take on it. Yeah, um, I, I actually got kind of sad that I didn't get into it. I watched like the first like I think three seasons, and I kind of once everyone became a everyone became a uh, Cylon, I just kind of like I lost it. Like I, I, think, I think the writers kind of lost it too. Um, yeah. I, I think that was a case of almost like uh, like like Game of Thrones, where they just didn't really know mm. what they were doing, what they wanted to do after a while. Yeah, um, but you know, I, I. But the thing is that the thing that that show reminds me of more than a lot of things that even it reminds me more of even more than there's a Battlestar Galactica. It reminds me a lot of Robotech, and I, I would honestly yeah. like, man, Robotech's a rough watch a lot of times these days, and I, I, would like <laughs> see, I wouldn't mind seeing a. Um, like a modern, like a modern take on Robotech. Uh, not, not really. I don't know if live action would be. I don't know. Maybe live action would be good. I don't know. Um, well, you know, if you, they they treat it like they did Battlestar Galactica, yes, because uh, there's uh, there there's I know there's been the like the rumblings of a, a live action movie based mm-hmm. on Robotech for years. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, there's is the the license has been passed around a lot. I I I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong to blame Harmony Gold on this, but uh, yeah, I blame Harmony Gold. Um, yeah, you can, you can, <laughs> you can start Harmony Gold. but uh, dude, that'd be fantastic if they if they gave Robotech the um, the updated uh, you know, Battlestar Galactica treatment, how good that would be. Think about like you know, you flying out in a in a in a um, in a Veritech, I was gonna say Valkyrie, a Veritech, and like having the aspect that um, that like Starbuck had in the uh, in the in the oh god, what's the name of the fighter in BSG, uh, the Viper. Viper, yes, you're in, the, you're in the Viper Mark II. Uh, you're in that instead of that, you're in a Veritech, and it you know transforms into a Gerlock mode or your uh, a Battleoid mode. So they actually call them uh, Harmony Gold. Actually, calls them Valkyries now. That's the official name for oh, them. In, in okay. English now. Uh, well, Jesus, thanks Harmony Gold. Get your get your stuff st- sorted out, man. <laughs> I wanted to call them Valkyries for so many years. So uh, yeah, it's a, Valkyrie, I know, I know. a much cooler name than Veritech. Yeah. Valkyrie, um, because the uh, if you look at the um, the mythological connotations of what it, you know Valkyrie yeah. is, it's, yeah, it's cool. cool, right? Man, I think I think that would probably be the next Lord of the Rings of uh, if you actually got a good um, you know Robotech movie out there. Because I've been watching Lord of the Rings. I, I've I've been rewatching Lord of the Rings lately. Um, I decided to watch all of them in order. And, oh, really? 
Yeah, well, I finally finished watching all the Hobbit movies. I've never finished all the Hobbit movies. <sighs> and man, that third one's not too bad. Um, the middle like, I, kills me. It's just, I don't know, man. Like it's, they, they could have done something really cool with that. The problem with it is, is that the Hobbit, the book, the Hobbit is a very lighthearted romp. It's a fantasy romp. And it's, it's, it's a very children's short. book. It's a children's, it's a children's book. And they, yeah, they went a little too far into like having to go out of the way to tie it into, into Lord of the Rings and keep the tone kind of the same. But um, man, um, Martin Freeman, really good. Man, I love Martin Freeman. That He is such He's, a good Bilbo. Uh, he's really good in that. Um, and, and I like seeing Ian McCallum play Gandalf again. That was that's really cool. Um, you, you know, you get more Christopher Lee as, as Saruman. Christopher Lee is awesome. So good. We we just watched the um the the Wicker Man again. I, I watch that movie every so often. That's such a good movie. That's I love I love the Wicker Man. Oh, so um, good. Uh, anyways, sorry. You know what I don't love though is uh Desertion of the Dinobots episode two. <laughs> Dude, okay. Um <laughs> So, okay, okay, guys, out, everyone out there in podcast land, in case you're wondering why we just like, like, just goofed off for like a half an hour there, it's because there's nothing to talk about in this episode. Uh, spoiler. So, fast, so um, yeah, because, yeah, there's, there's just no, con- there's just no content here. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I uh, I don't know. There, there, there's such weird stuff in this episode. Um, but they actually get to a point where they, start- they- Okay, well, start us off then. Start us off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, so, tell man, me tell. so the it, it ended the desertion of the Dinobots part one with Shockwave blowing up the um the space bridge chamber thing where the people come in. But what really happened is he just disintegrated Carly's car. That's all he did. Oh, okay. Ed's leaving now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, and you know so. Sorry Shockwave. about sorry about that. I just got a new dog, and uh, he oh. he he can't decide if he wants to go in or out. Oh, um, I haven't met the dog yet, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll, I'll post some stuff about the dog. He's he's, he's real cool. Yeah. Uh, so oh, but... now, um, so Shockwave has this. His gun just makes Carly's car go away. It just it just disappears. It it's like yeah. the kid from the Twilight Zone movie. It yeah, just well, it doesn't blow up. It just, just goes literally goes away. But yeah. you know what he does? He does that to his entire like station. He likes he they start running and hiding. He starts bl- like disintegrating like computer panels, like load bearing beams. Yeah, there's like everything's moving. Like, I want entire lab. He doesn't care. Roof to fall in. Dude, he doesn't care. He has no. no. He, he has. He's not afraid of anything. He's like, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll disintegrate everything I own just to he get rid of you. Should have kept his other gun hand. Like with its with like him as a as a gun because I think he's he was more controlled then it's like he kept him like balanced now he's he's losing it he he's been waiting he he waited on Megatron on on a on a, yeah, on a Skype call for four million years so four he is years. not in the huh, is that four million years four, four million, million years, years. He is yeah he is, this is the patience of a saint yeah man he uh, Megatron left him on red for four million years so he is not in the right state of mind so he is just angry right now. But uh, so I he mean, calls. He calls them. Sat, was that? If you sat at a control booth for four million years, you'd be out of your mind too. You'd probably be disintegrating Dude, stuff or whatever he's doing. I'm out of my mind if I sit at, at a computer for like two hours. Like, but okay. Side story. Uh, my Thursday nights are like two classes. I have uh, foundations and sampling, which sampling is essentially like stats, uh, but with uh, having to do with um, like um, natural science. It's it's maddening. So I sit there for three hours on Thursday nights. 
and I, I want to pull my hair out. I, I, I love science, but my God. So yeah, I sit there for three hours, 4 million years sitting there. I would lose my mind. I would, I would burn everything around me. So first of all, I'm real disappointed that your sampling class isn't like how to make like sick hip hop beats. Oh man, I wish. Songs. I um, wish. Oh my God. Uh, if I didn't have to do like standard error equations every week, I, I'd be so much happier. Standard sound wave's probably real good at that. I bet oh, sound real, real good at about that. Hatton beats, dude. He's probably man, the best. Okay. So, but shockwave calls them miserable glitches, but you know, you kind of kind of feeling you, know, you want to call them something else, but you know, that, we're in the, uh, we're in the eighties cartoon realm. So miserable glitches is what he calls them. And so they escape roll under this like this computer panel. <laughs> Shockwave looks so pissed off. He like gets down, he reaches under there, looks, and they're like, they're like, well, we're in here now. And so Spike uses his, his thumb radio. He like, oh, see if this thing works, pulls away. Man, I don't know where he got these thumb communicators. I want those things. Man, you get a you get a walkie-talkie from Radio Shack in the 80s. That thing was like 10 feet away. You couldn't hear the other person. This guy. Oh, yeah. He's on a thumb radio, like millions of light years away from Earth. And he can like he can talk like no problem. Zero lag. Zero lag. Dude, zero I mean, lag. We we are about okay, we'll we'll say like three, three and a half hours away, like on the zoom. And every so often we will you know, I'll start like jumping and you know, stuff. I know you'll freeze up. He is on another planet with zero lag. And dude, I know. he calls the uh he calls the Ottawa base and it looks like last call. I mean, they're all like, like on the floor, like passed out. They're looking bad. They, they look like it was a bad night at the, uh, at the, at the handlebar. And um, they were, yeah. And, uh, they were all crashed out on each other, man. It was terrible. And so, but spark plugs there. He's like, Hey son, uh, tell, he, he calls Teletrain one, by the way. So Teletrain one like connects with, uh, with spark plugs, dad and Teletrain one constructs this Tron like um light frame image of where he's at which is cool it was cool they looked real anime there um yeah. like their, their faces were drawn very uh 80s anime <laughs> they, look, they look more like a, like gundam dudes than they they did like um transformer yeah. people by the way uh everyone if you uh check out the youtube the um the picture we're gonna have for the thumbnail for this week is uh, give me something along those lines so you know check out the youtube anyways um so also you, check out our, our red red t-shirts uh, that we're wearing on youtube red uh, so, <laughs> brothers <laughs> so uh, carly has carly has no reservations about just grabbing wires out of the wall she's like we can just hijack the space bridge and she's just like ripping wires out of the wall and like like what what's the plan how do you she's like she wants to take control of the space bridge why, why how she's gonna she's she's gonna do a a to totally 1980s hot wiring you know because everything in the 80s you could hot wire if you just like took a few wires that didn't really go anything. He clicked them together. They would hot wire something, right? I, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, it, it usually works. Um, it, you know, yeah. the other day, my uh, my air conditioner in my house broke and Ooh. I was, uh, yeah, I was troubleshooting it over the phone. But thankfully, my, uh, my brother-in-law is an HVAC dude, but oh. lives, you know, a few hours away from me, uh, which is real good. But he was like, hey, let's try this. Let's try this. And one of the things that we did to rule out that my thermostat was bad was that we, uh, we hot wired the thermostat. We, hot, oh. we, we he's like pull your thermostat off, pull these wires out, push these wires together, see if it starts it up. And mm. it didn't. It didn't. So, so but it, it effectively we were hot wiring my uh, my air conditioner. Nice. Yeah, yeah awesome. and you can do that. You. I, I know who to call when my mine goes out. But uh, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm real good. I'm an ace at it now. So I fixed it myself. But yeah. So 
there's there this this room where it looks like a uh, like a like a metal sarlacc pit. There's a big glowing thing in the middle. It's a metal sarlacc pit. Yeah, and uh, is or you know the um, they're they're like she's sitting there trying to hotwire this spark. It's traveling down, and it, I, I don't know how sparks work on you know other worlds, but you know in this world you don't see them. They just go. You're, you're shocked. This thing is slowly traveling down this wire, and and like spikes like. Carly, look out! And um, it, it shocks her, and she falls down into the pit, and she can't get out. Whoa! What? Okay. Uh, no, I, I, uh, my, my new dog um, yeah. just keeps going in and out, in and out. So I'm just trying to close the door. So I needed a stick. So I had a poster tube laying down there. See, now he's coming back in. <laughs> Come back in, and then out. So uh, yeah, very unprofessional, and I apologize. But um, oh my god, we're cutting this off yeah. now. We're gonna do it next week. Um, no, so uh, there's there's they they are they're basically in the in the master computer i guess for cybertron and they break it within five minutes they break cybertron in five minutes which i mean that's pretty impressive man i i i've i've done things that should have broken my electronics out of rage my actually my MacBook I'm using right now and it was it was not a rage it was a complete mistake and I was like I but you know pissed myself when it happened. Um, I was going somewhere in my uh, my MacBook I left it on the hood of the car and it was my my cover was gray, my car is gray. Oh no! So I start driving and I'm like I'm pissed off and like my like I had a uh, like a faux leather binder and stuff on the hood also, and it flew off. I'm like what the heck? And I see my my MacBook open up and catch wind and fly over my car. To this day, I have two corners of the MacBook that are like bent. The metal's bent. Works fine. That thing took a no pound. Took huh. a pound. Boot arrived, no problem. I like that point on, I'm like, man, Apple, you got me. Because man, yeah, I, Optimus I, Prime couldn't take that kind of no, Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime would have been dead. Apart. Yeah, he would have fallen oh. apart from that. Oh so, yeah, he would. Um, he would like. He would like revive revive him with like the fiftieth time. Like he, Optimus Prime's dead. Oh, we we found a way to bring him back. No, my MacBook went right up. So yeah, man. Honestly, um, she she's impressive to break the planet within five minutes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The whole deal. Um, yeah. They, they, so they, they fall into this uh, into the Sarlacc pit though, and yeah. Spike goes down there, but he's Spike has a he has a flashlight that he calls a photon light. Yeah. Um, it's brighter than normal light. Hey, you know what? You know what photons are? Yes, they're light. Yes, all light yes. is just it, photons. Yeah. So it basically has a a a, a, a um, flashlight of light. He has a flashlight. Is what he has yeah. because like, like, yeah, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, for our British friends, he has a torch made of torch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, I, I love that terminology. Uh, I love that's one of the favorite things about British uh, people they call like uh, a torch because I, I feel like I'm playing D and D. Well, I had uh, I had this um this like storybook when I was a kid that was like uh, apparently some British storybook, uh, and it, it was like these adventure stories, like boys' adventure stories. Mm-hmm. And there was one where they kept on having a torch, and I was like, "When is this taking place?" I thought this was taking place in like modern times, and I thought they were running around like. Like they were like a black metal band with, uh, you know, with, in, in the woods. With- <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, this was, 
yeah, I didn't read. I didn't. I didn't until years later that they they meant an electric torch, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, the, the only reason so, I know that is because of Doctor Who, which I know you hate. So there you go. I do. I oh, I oh, I sure do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I'm getting canceled right now. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so, so Spike and Carly uh, escaped the Sarlacc pit by clopping out a ladder. Uh, that his dad had to look up from Earth. That they couldn't look down and see it. That was cool. Oh. Um, they're walking around this cool like purple landscape uh, with hallways and stuff. And <laughs> th- there's some weird music going on here. Like they got some game show music. Mm. It, it's it was like Richard Dawson's going to come out and like kiss a bunch of bunch of ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the, but I, man, I love this though. Uh, Shockwave sends the sensor to deal with, with humans. This is the worst worst robot i've ever seen oh he was a 50s 1950s robot he had tank treads for feet he this did. guy was terrible he, he looked like he was like he was in some like um mst3k like bad like you know um i made, made this on my parents basement uh movie and yeah he looked like he had tank treads with like um i don't know he had this stupid looking like 50s <laughs> robot head and, yeah like, i'm pretty sure that i've blown this guy up in fallout a few times oh um, yeah i'm sure you have actually it makes a lot of sense uh, so there's a part before this though that I, like I don't know I don't know why this was even thrown in there but Spike and Carly find a bunch of Energon and they're like oh Energon and they're like they're like I thought this plan was out of Energon and they were there for the cyber training they're like oh just just leave it alone we don't need that yeah. it, it, it was a total weird subplot like I figured that was going to come up again later on well I kind of get the feeling like they've been like sending Energon up through the space bridge and that's kind of they're they- still bringing that up. Yeah, never... why, why did they even mention it though? Like, well, like well, it had nothing has zero to do with the actual thing. And I, and I figured that the, 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 you know, like they would like plant some seeds of, oh, hey, also we found a way to make energon on. That would have actually been like, really good. Um, because like he tells like hey, Spike's like, hey, Dad, we found a bunch of energon. He's like, that's not important. We need the cybertonium. It is important. It's the it's the it's the MacGuffin of the entire series. It absolutely is important. Well, no, um, dude, they have they have the uh, world energy chip. They don't need that. Oh, I forgot about the world. Yeah, man, it's like the relay of uh, world mm-hmm. energy. So yeah, Swoop, um, Swoop shows up. Um, it's really stupid too because you see the, how he looks. You see his silhouette, and uh, you know, they're in like, like Will Jack's lab, and like the the ceiling cut caves in and stuff. And like Spike picks up a big gun. Spike's thing in the entire series is I'm going to get a gun the size of me and I'm going to shoot it. There, like Megatron's master plan, he shot a big gun. Um, there's like so many episodes where he, yeah. gets, he picks up a what is essentially like a pea shooter for like an Autobot. He's like this holding up and shoots it. He shoots and hits Swoop. He, he's done this a few times. Yeah, he, he yeah. shoots. Yeah, he shoots Swoop. He's and, uh, the best shot of the Autobots. My problem at this point, though, is that we're halfway through this episode at this point, and nothing is happening. Like, uh, uh, like, like it's just been. Spike and Carly walking around for mm-hmm. 15 minutes at this point. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm like, come on, like, g- like, give me something here. And uh, so they yeah. keep walking and yeah, they keep walking. like, no shoot, no shoot. I'm just, you know, not, he kind of tells the story, like how the other Donobots got captured and stuff. And he's by himself. Which, yeah. Um, then they, yeah, because they, they, they're in the, uh, the Cybertronium pits, apparently. The Cybertonium um, pits. Cybertonium, sorry. Yes, uh, yes. But so Spike and Carly and Swoop uh, wander around. They find a uh, giant Cybertronian uh, video jukebox. This oh. They had laser, laser discs in here. Before this, this is so weird, man. Okay, you know how like, at one point um, Carly hurt her ankle? She's like limping yeah. around and stuff. Right, right, right. There was a scene where like um, they sort of leave the Spike, like when they're leaving the lab, Spike's like, hey, you're walking okay. She's like, oh, I, I think it's better. 
Like she was faking her hair on limp. It was yeah, she was it was real robotic too. Like I was like, oh, maybe she's gonna be like part like robot. Maybe she's like a double spot. Like, that. like no, uh, yeah, like, like oh, I think it's better now. That was it. That's all we got. Like they wasted so much time with that. Like, what was the point yeah. of that? Because <laughs> they made a, a point earlier earlier on of like Spike carrying her with real, with real bad animation of her like picking her up and her like. like <laughs> but they finally like, they, they find the mass transit system, which is kind of cool, I guess. That was kind of um, cool. Yeah, they they like they get into the subway system like and there's they, they go through all these different twists and stuff that's you know kind of cool. It's like it's like writing something at like Disney. Or MG, yeah, where or, um, Universal Studios, you're like your stomach drops out and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is this was very much the uh, transportation of the future, yeah, pretty much. Um, which I, I, I mean, I'd ride it in a glass tube, but then we'll oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, well, then they they like come to this break in the tube and they get out and she's once again she's not limping again. She's fine. She apparently can walk around just fine. I don't know off. all about that. You know, she walked it off. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, she walked it off. Right. But yeah. uh, so they um they come across this room of misfit robots. There was like these old like these must be the ancestors of the Autobots. Like why would you think that the ancestors? The, see, we're, and we're back to the relatives though. They're ancestors yeah. of the Autobots. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, the, but yeah. Then they watch the this is, and this is where they watch the video where they watch. Yeah, they, the... they find the uh, the laser displayer of uh, Cybertron, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, whole... actually, before that, there's a pendulum trap that swings and like. Like they're in an old hammer film and it hits like um like swoop. That was like, real. That was real dumb. Yeah, it was really. It was, it was real dumb. I was that was real. That was really but silly. Yeah, um, she, she finds the laser player and uh, you see, you used to see a Cliff Notes version of the history of the wars. You know they're, um. Yeah, they found like a Ken Burns documentary in there. Yeah, they did. And, um, That's where you would put it. So there's like this war, but like all the robots in this are, they all look like those. Um, you ever get those little like. Those gumball machines, those quarter things with the bubbles, the plastic bubbles, and yep. you got like the the robot erasers in there. Yep. They were this was like an army of robot erasers fighting <laughs> another army of robot erasers. This, yeah, this was like, like this was like, oh my god, this is me playing my desk when I was like seven, like mm-hmm. uh, with the crap I got from the like the stores, the school store. You know? This is like, like when you go and get the knockoff GoBots from the uh, corner store, and they're earlier, and, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like. The really bad decals that peel off since you open the, the package up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what these guys are. Machine Robo. Yeah. We've talked about Machine Robo. We've talked about so, yeah. Machine Yes, we have. I know, but I know about Machine Robo. But uh, there is a purple robot that has his own villain CRT in his chest. This guy was cool. That was great, man. Who knew who who knew I needed this? I need a, a flat panel, like, you know, um, I guess LED TV in my chest to open up and like talk to my friends. Um, but it, it kind of reminded me of like uh, you ever see like Bob Dylan playing, and he has like that that, that harmonica yeah. thing, you know, that yeah. holds the harmonica. That's <laughs> kind of what it was like with a little like with an iPad right there. That's that's kind of, yeah, yeah. I think we need that. I think that's we've come as a society to where we need we need iPads uh, implanted into your chest so you can just no, watch. Them. Wrong. So yeah, actually, uh, he calls uh, Shockwave, and uh, Shockwave's like, "Oh, bring him from here," and then he calls, uh, "Make sure you bring the foreign robot." Like, dude, he's he's not crossing the Rio Grande. He's he's just like he's on the planet. He's a transformer, also. Mm-hmm. Of course, he yeah. doesn't have Cybertonian, but uh, he he is a he's 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 a legitimate transformer. Yeah. But he calls him a foreign robot. Foreign um, robots. Yeah, so Spike can't get a hold of his dad because apparently they're too deep now. And um, it's, but they, they they get brought into like um this pit. that's just surrounded like laser 
fence thing, like a like invisible fence for your dog, but except it's you know lasers for Dinobots. Right. And Di- and uh, Grimlock is um <laughs> he, Grimlock is so sad. They're all so sad. They're like working. They're like doing manual labor. That's like that's that's the last thing the Dinobots want to do. They just want to yeah. fight. But they're they're like they're brainwashed and doing manual labor and moving green crystals into uh into a uh, mining carts. Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah, exactly. Didn't we, did we deal with this plot? Green, green energy. Mm-hmm. But you know, basically he says you can't transform. They're like they're like oh they're beaten down. They're like they have the the beaten down thing of like like a guy working like a a, a factory in like 1940s uh, Britain. He's just like, oh, no reason to live. And oh, man. so Carly, though, dude, I don't know where Carly's been. She, her and Chip must have learned at the same facility because she goes, looks at like a, at, a, at um, Sledge's, you know, circuitry. He's like, swoop, let me look at yours. Looks at his like, okay, I know it's been changed. She, like, she rewires all the Dinobots so they're not sad anymore. Yeah, they, yeah, I, I don't know what the, I, yeah, I don't know what, I guess this was like the, what was the last episode with the, equilibrium circuits or whatever that where sure. she, she fixed remember that where she knows where, she knows how to hot wire transform bumblebee, bumblebee wasn't having a good time on the teacup rides so right. she turned, she turned fun circuits on. <laughs> yeah i guess she turned their sad circuits off and then and now they're now they're fine now they can transform and they fight these these uh these like c-grade robots blow the, they blow all these guys yeah. up uh, i love this though uh spike spike she asks uh while she's doing this though she goes can you fix them and she like pats him like oh you poor idiot yeah i can do this it was the most patronizing thing like oh okay um so yeah she fixes them they fight their way out the the the, uh, the c-grade robots see they're all melted um <laughs> they come to one of those, those tubes and realize there's no car. Like, what are we going to do? And Grimlock's like, I don't need a car. He grabs him and flies. He's like, and flies, yeah. Good. And yep. And then they go back to the space bridge. They give the Cybertonium to Optimus Prime, and Optimus yeah. Prime gives them some medallions. They get some, they get some, uh... it's like the end of Star Wars, A New Hope. <laughs> It was like it was like the end of the day. It was, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I love it. So back then, my base like spark plug. He pulls a high score screen from uh, from an arcade. Basically, is resetting the space bridge before they come back. It looks like a high score screen. Like it does look there's, there's a name. Screen. There's a score. There's a name. The score. But yeah, yeah, they end up. Um, they're. I don't know how they end up. Uh, before this, they they get back into a uh, shockwave's control room, and they are not the quietest at all. But they hmm. sneak up on Shockwave like he is like totally into something. They like sneak up on him and like yeah, everything's cool. They 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 get back in the uh, space bridge. Yeah, they come home and Optimus Prime has decided to make uh, Spike and Carly honorary Autobots. Autobots. Yeah, which I thought I thought I thought Spike already was an honorary yeah, Autobot. Well, he didn't have a medal, but Sparkplug like looks on like he didn't get a medal. He's the Chewbacca of this. He is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have to be the have to be a special edition of this to, for, to give him a medal um so speaking of the high scores though who do you yeah. think would put in which autobot do you think would put in usa as their initials and who which one do you think would put in ass as their initials because those, <laughs> those are the two you have to do you have to do those two which, which uh, uh usa would definitely be optus prime ass yeah i think, I think would, so too ass would definitely be um um uh huffer or sideswipe Maybe one of those guys. I, I can see, yeah, I can see Sideswipe or Sunstreaker uh, both doing. Oh yeah, Huffer is like that. He has that annoying like ha 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 voice. He'd be the one yeah. to do that too. I think he's funny. He's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, like Ironhide wouldn't. He wouldn't do anything because he wouldn't even play. He would be mad that he couldn't put his full name in. 
and just like slide, slide <laughs> off, like oh, I got Kevin, you know, like hey, hey, or, or like or, or like or like uh you know um I could see like Jazz just getting frustrated and just doing AAA because he can't he can't figure out how to move the how to change that, the things. That um, is a total. I I actually, I actually remember years ago when I was uh, it was years after like arcades were big. I was playing a like a like Galaga or something somewhere that wasn't like a weird place for Galaga to be, and I couldn't change the letters when I was trying to put my high score in. So just a and like a yep. Yeah, ton, tons yeah I, yeah I remember the first time i ever I played a tag team wrestling and at the arcade it was like you, you oh. name your team you only have three letters to name your team and it was like oh, i couldn't figure out how to change the letter so my, yeah it was the aaa team every time i played it which in hindsight there actually is a wrestling league called aaa or, or <laughs> no it's Span. it's they're from mexico it's they're triple a or triple a but uh yeah so in hindsight i'm like oh i was kind of a i was ahead of my time um <laughs> However, what was not ahead of its time was this episode because this is the single most boring episode of the show that we've watched so far. It, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I'm, it, it's not a bad episode by any by any metric, but nothing happens. Like like well over half of this episode is literally just Spike and Carly walking around, and then they meet Swoop and they walk around with Swoop for a little while. This is <laughs> like, like like the only thing I, I mean I could compare this to. Like the the dumb joke from Clerks too about how much uh, Randall hates Return of the King because he's because they're just walking around. This was just this was just walking around, dude. At least at least you know Return of the King had some cool battles and stuff in it. But yeah, two hours is more like that. Anyway, dude, I could bar- I, I could barely take notes on this episode. Uh, this is I mean the, I mean there was just nothing to sink my teeth into. Period. Like, like nothing happens in this, and we in hindsight we really should. I didn't know this in, in advance. We really should have just done part one and two as a as a like one episode i think Could have. and in hindsight uh sunbow should have just done parts one and two as one episode two since there's nothing nothing happens they really could have tied this up in in one episode um uh so th- so this was torturous and i hated it um <laughs> like the least fun i've had uh, i think doing this uh not not I mean, not doing this show. doing the show is always fun but watching the watching this i'm just like oh my that's, God. That's like, like oh like like I, I really wanted like Ninja Turtles on a second screen or something like that to <laughs> like um uh so uh, uh that said uh, adult brain uh, is going to give this episode zero anythings for wasting my time Ooh, like wow. absolute waste of my time zero not nothing because it, it's like nothing to make fun of nothing was cool no cool battles nothing zero anythings for wasting my time kid brain I guess I'll give it like one eraser robot that I got from Chuck E Cheese gash pot machine. Out of five, because even kid, even Kid Brain would, would have been bored with this. I would have been playing on my Transformers, or I would have played with muscle <laughs> figures or GI Joes or something while I was watching this. Because like, not, not, like nothing, to, nothing, nothing happens in this. I one. Can see that. Yeah, God. one robot eraser. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, I, I liked. It was. I really liked, I hated how they retconned like beginning of that, where like Shockwave destroys the entire, you know, uh, you know. Um, I, uh, space bridge you know mm-hmm. corridor thing but it was it's kind of stupid and yeah but i it was really boring it really was uh there it, it luckily it happened so much happened in the episode that it wasn't important that it went right through it would just like flowed because nothing happened the only cool thing is when they start touching on the history and stuff i like that they laser disc player but it only got to go for like a little while ken burns only got to speak for a short time yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I could have like I, I know you can't. I mean, I guess you can't really do that for a kids' cartoon that, in the eighties. But like an entire episode of that would have been kind of cool. Um, yeah. God, I'm trying to think of um, 
there's a there's going to be some uh, really good like you know flashback episodes coming out. Um, you know they have like um think like no let's see Secret of Omega Supreme Search for Alpha Trion you know things like that. What's the next uh, what's the next episode? Oh, the next episode is uh, Blaster Blues. Oh no! It's it's one of those fun episodes. It, it, okay, it, it's not terrible, but I would definitely give this one. Um, I, I'll give this one two laser discs out of five. Um, just because it's it's nothing's happening. Um, mm-hmm. I, the, it was just it was funny in some areas, but it wasn't. You know what? Didn't I? I could have like you could like you said you could have wrapped it up one episode. Oh yeah. And, yeah. So, well, this is all like a wrap up. I like the mass transit system. I'm uh, big fan of that, and uh, I like the laser discs. Other than that, you know, meh, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, but well, you know, the the there are some some terrible ones, dude. After um, Blaster Blues is a Decepticon Raider in King Arthur's Court. Uh, man, I'm so excited to see oh, this episode. So ridiculous, but also there's an episode after after that called The God Gambit, which is really good. Okay. So, yeah, if so when it's like more of the God Gamma is more high sci-fi, like you know, mm-hmm. good, you know, pulpy sci-fi stuff with uh transparent okay. the characters. So uh yeah, there's some good and some bad coming up, so it'll be it'll be really fun. Uh, anyways, uh so I would tell everyone to um you know hit us up on the on the uh YouTube, uh like, subscribe, comment, whatever you want to do, as our friends over at um over at Real Phonies like to say. He, they say it really fast though. Um so anyways, uh I want to say thanks for everyone for being here. Um, checking us out. Um, check out the, the Discord. We uh, the, the the link is in the show notes. The we usually have a lot going on, um, and you know it's been kind of quiet because we took a week off here because you know Ed was doing support for UK stuff for his uh, company, and uh, I had a heck of a week with uh, yeah, <laughs> a week with no, us. It, it was it was fine. It was uh, like I, I've I've worked that shift before. Uh, this time I couldn't get in. Essentially, I ended up working at 2 a.m. Uh, my time to about 10 a.m. And it's normally fine. Um, the last time I did it, I got into a really good rhythm for it. And this time I could not. And I was constantly tired and constantly a zombie and could not. Uh, I was having a hard time like driving. And uh, it was, um, yeah, it wasn't cool. Um, yeah. So, but I'm on. Yeah. So I ended up having to take some time off to kind of kind of recoup. Yeah. It was a rough week for me too, so it's all good, man. Um, uh, also, uh, let everyone know that I'm uh, working on a uh, Beast Wars uh, episode with uh, an old friend of mine, Jim, who uh, we knew from like old Transformers, you know, days and stuff like that. So you don't have to go through Beast Wars because I know uh, you your your impression of Beast Wars was not the kindest. It's very- no, I, I I didn't mind Beast Wars. Um, uh, no, the I, the way uh, the rat riding the rhino, as you said. Yeah, he does that weird. I mean, it's it's nineties CGI. It's it I didn't is, hate it. it was just it was, I was just dying laughing at it because it was yeah. it was it was it was just funny. I mean, because uh, you know it's like you know I mean you know you only get so many movements for for a thing. I mean, uh, no, but no, Beast Wars is Beast Wars is fine. I don't I don't I don't hate. I have no. And then, uh, and then uh, working on the next UK comic with uh with Boo. So nice. that's all in the pipeline. Like I, I I tell my wife, I was like, you know what? I'll take a break one day. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, guys. Yeah, um, let's, uh, let's cut it here for this week, man. You got anything for us? Uh, I didn't have a Transformers quote, but I have a Warhammer 40,000 quote, though, which is, hatred is the Emperor's greatest gift to humanity. Oh, that's so good. I'm, I'm like, listening to false <laughs> gods right now. I know, right? Oh, I just, I went through the whole thing with uh, with uh, Nergaleth in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the moon. 
That yeah. was so good. Super cool. Super cool. So, uh, right. and, and yes, I, I'm still, I've, I've, and, and I swear to God, guys, I have been working on that for on that bonus Warhammer episode. Uh, and we're, we're going to do it one of these days. Yeah, um, I'm so excited yeah. for that. I'm, I'm really enjoying book two of uh, the Horace Heresy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, all right. All right guys. Y'all take it easy. Thanks so much for being here. And talk to y'all later. Roll out. Mises Guys is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland. Research is performed by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and with special research done by Boo of the AxelonUnderground.net. All used images in the videos are property of Sunbow, Hasbro, Paramount, or Marvel. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in every week with us. We appreciate it.